<laughs> Welcome to another very sensible and dull edition of Raven On, the <laughs> Game of Thrones podcast where the people hosting are not remotely invested in this show and don't really care that a dragon sh- A dragon showed up! <laughs> Stu, I can't lie anymore. Sorry if we blew your ears off there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but that, that, was a, that was a truly horrible way to start a podcast. Really? I'll, look, I'll, I'll hit the levels down a bit so people won't be too freaked out. Okay. But I mean... Let's face it, that's how we all ended that freaking episode. Yes. That episode was off the chain. It was so, so good. I, I can't even... I've, I've posted a little rea- bit of my reaction at the very end, but I've got... What was that? A 15-minute battle scene? 10, 15-minute battle scene? I've yeah. got the whole lot yeah. in reaction. I'm going to post it at some point. It's... it's yeah. If anyone had a different reaction to... If anyone was able to watch that and not have a human emotion... I've, I've definitely seen people online, so obviously they're not human, but definitely people that I've seen online who have, like, their first thing is to criticize something about that battle, and I'm like, you are, you are doing it wrong. Like, you're I don't, doing I don't tell life people, wrong. yeah, I don't tell people how to live their life very often, but you're doing it wrong. You, like, if you can watch that battle and not be anything other than just completely amped up at something done perfectly, yeah. like, I don't even understand. So let's put those people out of our mind. I'm sorry I brought it up. You suck if you're a person like that. And I don't even want you to listen to my podcast. (laughs) Our podcast. Our podcast. Our podcast. Uh, I can't believe anyone would say... I can't believe... But then, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of popular among some people to be a bit down nosy at Game of Thrones. About, well, there's just so much other better drama out there. You know, so much more fulfilling stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it does have... Does it have Jon Snow and a freaking dragon? That's right. No, it doesn't. Does House of Cards have, like, Frank Underwood suddenly breathing fire on people? I'm sure. Metaphorically. Metaphorically, Metaphorically, sure. sure. But literal (laughs) dragon fire is what I'm talking about here. I am here for it. I am 100% down for it. That's it. I am living for it. I am dying for it. <laughs> it is everything. Have I exceeded all of my hashtag yes. internet witticisms? Yeah. Well, I guess we're here to talk about season seven, episode mm-hmm. four, the spoils of war. This is the Raven on podcast. You and I just snatter. We uh, match wits. We, yes. I which, Do we? <laughs> I don't, maybe. I don't know. So we, we're here to just talk about that episode. And I guess there's heaps just in the battle. Yes. But there's also really interesting stuff happening. There's that a lot of stuff happening in this episode. Yeah, it's going to get overshadowed. And the Toffee Nose people yeah. are like, no, it was just a bit boring. I'm like, Arya Stark came back to Winterfell. That's right. Arya and like, Sansa. This was a weird episode to do that in because this that got completely overshadowed by the massive battle that finished the they episode. They kind of overshadowed it, though, intentionally I by think so, having yeah. the reunion happen in a much more low key way than Absolutely, the previous yeah. Stark reunions. But yes. we had three Starks at Winterfell. That's it. When was the last time that happened? Episode when, one. When Rob, no, no, <laughs> oh, no it was sorry, when no, Rob yes. left Winterfell That's right, to yeah. march on the south. Yeah. And then it was just Bran and Rickon, mm. and that was it. Yeah. Also, Jon Snow went into a cave with a woman, and I don't like it when that happens. <laughs> there is historical precedent there for things happening with Jon in caves with women. Jon in a cave. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Certainly, in some aspects, but I'm also, you know, we'll get to, look, we'll get to that. Yes. We did our little challenge where we, we, we tossed up whether or not to actually do the challenge this week because, <laughs> I mean, what is our list going to be? We'll just run through it anyway for, for shits sure, and giggles. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see what happened. I think, did I go first last week? I think week? I went first last week, so okay. I think you is go it my first. Turn? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, let's bear with me. Okay, here we go. 
Please do. Dragons. Yes. Exclamation mark. Pretty, pretty solid. Burning guys. Yes. <laughs> Bron crossbow. Yes. So I'm sure good. we'll talk a lot about you and Bron Stu. I'm oh, okay. sure your man, your bromance with Bron is back on. Track. I have I have a lot of um I have a lot of sensible things to say about <laughs> you know plot and character and all sorts of things and also I love Bron. He's one of my favorite characters. So Dothraki riding horses. I know, so cool. Like so very cool. Going totally Genghis Khan <laughs> on that shit, getting on the Absolutely. back of the horses, jumping up in the set. Oh, it's so good, so good. Then I wrote Danny mad. Danny very mad. Tyrion sad. <laughs> but what of Jamie? <laughs> so that was all of my battle stuff. And then yes. I went back and went Arya reunion, crypt, nice Ned, which I, I think referenced the fact uh, they the, were the in Ned front statue. of Ned's statue. Yeah. Uh, Bran, boo to Mira. I think that I, I meant boo yes, Bran's yeah, treatment yeah. of Mira as opposed to booing Mira, who's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Cat's paw to Arya. Yes. Um, Theon and John. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Bit of a stare off yes. there. Uh, and then finally, I wrote John, Danny Cave, John, so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> because look, a little bit of sunshine has done the King in the North a lot of good. Oh, right. He's looking really good. Also, in a cave, you know, by torchlight, mm. that's some good effects. I mean, thing. look, that's going to that's gonna help you out whoever you are. True. You know, it's a good talk, filter. You know, that, it's a good Instagram filter. It, it's a real filter. good real-life filter. <laughs> um, if you can get in front of, like, flickering candle or flame or anything yeah. like that, it's, it's just, just naturally good. Just go to, like, a party at someone's house where they light a fire in the backyard <laughs> in an old tin or something. Do you know, And then get of, your guitar out yeah. and play Wonderwall by Oasis. Guaranteed to... <laughs> Guaranteed to pick up the ladies. Absolutely. In 1996. <laughs> if, if it's not 1996 where you are, you've missed the boat. It's always 1996 <laughs> in my head, Stu. <laughs> Those were my glory days. I was going to say, like, just days. complete tangent uh, because I'm a giant nerd. Um, caves and Firelight, they, they reckon that... GIFs or GIFs, as we have not oh, decided on. No. Uh, they reckon uh, like cave paintings were the first GIFs because like they, they would paint them and then the firelight would make them sort of move around. Oh. And they reckon... So they were animated. They reckon they were sort of semi-animated. That, and that makes was, a that lot was of sense. Part of what was going on there. Yeah. So, yeah. That just and the way thing. that they paint it would have affected sort of the colours of paints that they yeah. used would have affected how they exactly yeah yeah and, 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 and like yeah. yeah different lights like different colours would sort of jump out at different times and yeah so That's so they it, think yeah. it was actually much more sophisticated than we originally thought those cave paintings were so and they're pretty really interesting and having said that the cave paintings that we saw in um, on Dragonstone were pretty elaborate. Um, especially the ones of the white the walkers. The ones of the white where walkers were. They sort of found like some, some blue chalk to do the exactly. eyes. <laughs> the rest of it I didn't get. It was a bit sort of nonsensical. But we have seen those shapes before. Oh, yeah, the circles. Um, all the, and the, the circles and yeah. the, the patterns, the spiral patterns um, we've all seen before. So that's, yeah. that's that was uh, pretty cool. Your list, Stu. My list uh, was much shorter. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just looking I, over. Yeah. It's just a drawing. <laughs> it, was much, it was much shorter. I actually regressed to 15 years old and I just wrote... Dragon Battle in capital letters across the top of the page <laughs> with five exclamation marks afterward. And then I just drew a picture of Danny riding Drogon and like Lannister soldiers burning. Um, it's metal as hell. Uh, if you, if you, I'll, I'll, okay, we'll take a photo, <laughs> we'll of, take a photo of this. And put it on the Facebook um, page. Pretty good for a minute, I think. Um, I think that's so, excellent. You know. I, can't, I can't draw for hell. So I think that's... You probably just needed like a flaming guitar, like that's a Mad right, Max yes, yeah, Mad Max style flaming guitar. Up the metal. Yeah, 
Um, so that, that was the only thing missing from this scene, I thought. You know, it was, it was like uh, the Duff Duff Warrior. Two so, things I think we've forgotten. <clears throat> well, I forgot because you clearly were focused I, on one I, particular thing. I had nothing else on my list. So, um, <laughs> Cersei and the Iron Bank. Yes, sorry, really, yes, that's really a interesting. massive, massive And then point. Brienne and Pod and Brienne fighting Arya. Uh, Brienne fighting great. Arya was a great scene. And Littlefinger um, being by Bran was great too. <laughs> but anyway, how do you want to do we'll this? We'll get to all that. Um, look, why don't we... Why don't, look, we'll, we'll, eat, we'll eat our vegetables and then we'll get to the dessert. Okay, all right. Um, let's go let's, in order of the show. <laughs> let's do this. So, I mean, it starts with the loop train, as it is being called. The, the wagons yes, of yeah, gold the wa- and goodies. Wagons being, ho. Being... Wild, wild wested out of the That's reach. That's taken out. I, I love that the wealth of the reach is literally gold bars that they can take out. Yeah. Of. Did, did we talk about this last week? That, like, you know, you get the sense that, like, the, the reach is very wealthy, but it's, you know, like, like it's in its its grain and its uh, land and all this sort of thing. It's like, no, that they have literal piles of gold bars that mm. they can, yeah. So It's Fort Knox. Wealthy. Absolutely. It's Fort Knox up there. Mm. So uh, Jamie pays Bron his money, but Bron wants a castle. Thoughts? Don't we all? What's Bron? Don't we all want a castle? Is he still angling for that kind of stuff? Because remember, he was going to be married off and have a castle or something. Well, I think he did have a castle, didn't he? Like, I thought he got given a castle and then he was... I don't, I don't think he was given a castle. He got married off to some lady. Yeah, but then that was end, that was stopped and he had to go with oh, Jamie down true. to Dawn. Well, maybe maybe he wants a different remember castle. Remember the, um, the I, I non-committed... 100% remember. Dawn yes. storyline. <laughs> Season five, I think? Season five, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> time. it's okay. They're anyway, mostly dead now. They, they, they really, well, they're, they're not coming back. They're, they're fine. They're, we're done with the dawn. So, um, no, I thought it was great. I thought it was, uh, it was good to, it was good to see Bron get a speaking part. Yeah, I, yeah. I was really happy that, you know, the first thing they did was he piped up because he, last week he was just there. He was just there. It's like, and also Bron is there. He kicked ass in this episode. He, yeah. He's it was awesome. a very Bron MVP episode. He's very, I mean, you know, Bron is a survivor. So, like, if anyone's going to survive a dragon attack, it's him. So, to see uh, him at the start there, just sort of, you know, being palling around, like, it's it's very cool. I love it. And we saw uh, Randall Tarly and uh, Rickon slash Dickon. <laughs> Dickon. Now, can I ask? No, no, it's Dickon. His that name is guy, Dickon. Yeah, I know it is, but I'm just now calling him Rickon slash Dickon because it's hilarious. And everyone is making... It's funny that they've kind of acknowledged that that's the joke, is yes. someone's actually called Dickon. <laughs> and I think later on in the episode, Bron is introduced well, to him and just goes, Dickon. Ah! He just laughs in his face. <laughs> like Nelson Muntz from The Simpsons. <laughs> ah! I'm glad that in the world it's a stupid name as well. I don't, they couldn't get away with not doing it because you can't have a character show up in 2017 <laughs> called Dickon. Um and not have that be the most ridiculous thing in the world. So, now, so they have that to put that guy, on I have this strange feeling, and I he may be wrong. I feel like he may have been in Merlin. You know that TV series Merlin? Yep, that sounds very... What I think he was, I haven't checked. I think he was uh, in Doctor Who. There was a very brief uh, cameo by this guy uh, in the very first episode of the Matt Smith run in season five. Uh, Jeff, the roommate, who's on the computer, that he borrows the computer to oh, save the world. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He reminds me so much of that guy. I haven't checked to see if it's him. That will be a very oblique reference to anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about. But who any, anyone who does, it's, you know... Oh, okay. Get a girlfriend, Jeff. Sorry, I've just... Yeah, okay. So I've just done a quick Google search. Not him? Different person? Uh, no, no, no. The article that's come up, the headline is, We're currently swooning over Game of Thrones Season 7's hunky new actor. <laughs> 
And the thing <sighs> that I think a lot of people don't necessarily pick up on, even though it has been spelt out for people, but that's Sam's brother, right? So yeah. they've, they've got a real DeVito Schwarzenegger thing happening. Like it's a whole twin situation. Yeah. Oh, he's different. Different he actor. Is, he's a different actor. Different actor. Okay, that's fine. Oh my goodness! Okay, they recast it. That that would be. Oh, my it's a different idea. actor to, that's playing it's Dick a, on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different actor playing. It's Tom Hopper. Yes, he was in Merlin. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. That is what I met him once. I interviewed him once when he came out. So you've met this guy. I met this guy. Fantastic. I met this guy bef- way before Game of Thrones. Um, we I, were talking off mic that you have a ridiculous life. You know this, right? <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I do. <laughs> I was an arts writer and an entertainment writer, exactly, so I, yes. I've had phone you, conversations you and I've met some of these people. And it was actually the same day that I met um, Nelson Ellis from True Blood, who yes. recently died. Recently tragically. Died. Yeah, yeah. Horribly. So I met him and I met this guy, Tom Hopper, and he was talking about Merlin. And um, Who is he? He was like he was um, Percival, I think. Percival, kind okay, of the yeah. muscle. Yeah, the, yeah. That, is, that makes sense because I was like, no, we saw Dickon last season when mm. Sam went to Horn Hill, but that was a different actor according to this. Obviously not as hunky. No. Well, this article has just got a lot of photos of him with his guns out, That's basically. interesting that they would recast that. I wonder why. I mean, maybe he's obviously going to play a bigger role than they thought he was going to. Or? Oh, okay. No, he... Um, all right. Here it says, uh, as for Freddie Stromer, the first actor to portray Dickon, Live it turns everyone. out that not... Um, uh, not long after his first appearance on Game of Thrones aired, he announced he wouldn't be returning for season seven. There were scheduling conflicts between GOT and another show he'd signed up for called Time After Time, which has since been cancelled. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dumb call. <laughs> that was a dumb move. Uh, but you choose was, Game of Thrones, dude. <laughs> it's funny because he was... yeah. The show with the biggest battle in the I, show's history and we're just talking about Dickon. I do not even understand. But he was... Dickon, when Sam Tarly went back to Horn Hill, mm. was a real Dickon. He was kind of petty. and yeah. a bit. This guy, I mean, I, I had this very clear memory watching the episode. There's a whole discussion between Jamie and him about what it's like being in battle and is this your first sure. battle and yeah. how do you feel and Bronze, you know, being the old man from war going, yeah. I knew men shit themselves when the died when I was five. <laughs> my mother used to make me shit my pants. <laughs> you have a sword, we just <laughs> have a sharp stick. Luxury. You had a stick. <laughs> we had our fingers that we would put in fire and used to burn out our brother's eyes. You had a fire luxury. <laughs> it's the best comedy that it's, 1968 can give you. It's a classic. <laughs> but the, he was much more of a sympathetic character and he yes. saved Jamie, definitely. Yeah, we're pretty sure that's and who I think saved he him, saved. Right? No, no, no. He saved... Um, Jamie earlier when Jamie was fighting one of the Carl chiefs yes, and he yes. couldn't get a handle on him because of his hand, yes, weirdly enough. Exactly. And Dickon stabbed the Carl in yeah. the back or the chief. I don't know what you call a Dothraki who is, I guess, at the head of an army but not a Carl because Danny is the Khaleesi. Are you calling him sir? <laughs> um. <laughs> There's the banter! <laughs> believe this is free entertainment for people. <laughs> I know, I You're know. coming up with zingers like what. that and I'm just, woo! You can um, tell we're very excited we are, about this we episode. Are super. Was, I love that we said we weren't going to talk about the battle and we're immediately no, just talking about the battle. Well, we were talking about the appearance of Dickon, which yes. as it happens is just hilarious because now we get to say Dickon We get to say Dickon like as much as we like. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I met that guy. Um, That's Dickon. really cool. Was he nice? 
He was lovely. He was oh, just he was like a good. he was like a British lad, like, yes. not in not in a bad way, not yeah, in a just kind like of a rah, but like knockabout. Like no, I like... was really intense doing this show. You know, we had to really like think about it, and then you know just <laughs> just kind of laddie and nice and yeah. cool. And damn, I should have I don't know done an interview better. I don't, I don't know. I've been, <laughs> I well, have to try and weird. find the interview, mm. that, like the article, because I'm sure it would still be online and yeah. I could post it um, as proof. As proof that you met him. That I met this guy. It was just funny watching his face going, he looks really familiar. Yeah. Have I met him? And it's that's, very, it's so weird. It's a strange that. place. It's a weird yeah, reaction yeah. to go, I feel like I've met that Because guy. we have met, and even I now have met people who have been in Game of Thrones, but after the fact. Well, we, we interviewed um, that actor uh, oh, God, a yeah. while oh, ago. Shoot. Yes. Because I, well, I went no. to, <laughs> I met George R. R. Martin and Lena Headey and uh, Michelle Fairley at Supernova. Oof, oof. The one name year. was just hitting the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I met them at Supernova one year when I very, you know, amazingly got to host yes, a, a, a couple of And I was away for that, which chats. I was very annoyed about. Yeah, it was yes. great fun. It was great I'm fun. Sure it, it was. was. <laughs> it was good because George actually asked, look, can we not do audience questions? Can we just chat? Which is and banter, I was yeah, like, yeah, well, I've got a couple of questions that people have submitted, you know, via the, <laughs> the, the paper. George R.R. Martin's gone, can we not? Take questions today. Like, because yeah. literally when I'd put out the call, like, any questions for George, it was just like a waterfall of, when's the next book yeah. coming out? And I, th- I think that was, like, peak that yes. at that point. Yes, yeah. because it, the show was encroaching on yeah. Yeah. the end of the book. So, um, anyway, so that, I mean, yeah, I'm slowly ticking off now the whole, Jon Snow, your time will come. Your time will come. I, I don't know, though. I feel like, look, I can't talk about it yet, but I had an incident recently and it wasn't good and I can't talk about it because I'm I'm not over the shame okay but I'm it wasn't a good encounter for me I didn't behave myself in a cool way I was very much not cool I I don't think I would have acted any more cool in your <laughs> position so I'll that's explain any consolation, one day I'll yeah. explain one day we'll put it out. I just can't talk about it right yeah. now yeah. but I'm, I'm just too embarrassed <laughs> I feel like I've got to do a lot of prep work or it's got to take me by surprise. Like I've got to turn up someday and it's like, oh, hey, it's Jon Snow. And I've just got to be like, whatever, I'm drunk. So first of all, <laughs> I need to take up drinking because I don't drink. I was about to say, there's a very specific set of circumstances yeah. you have to line up for. I'm going to have to fly to the UK, take up drinking, uh, somehow get invited to like celebrity parties. Sure. So that's how it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, absolutely. I'm making no sense. Let's get back to this episode. <laughs> Dickon, nice young chap. Dickon, seems to survive. Guy. Hopefully, survived. I think he survived. In fact, well, I mean, do we think that he's the one who knocked Jamie off his horse? At the no, end I think that was Bron. You think that was Bron? Yeah. Okay. Bron. I thought so too, but then someone said it might be Dickon. A, yeah, a bunch of people. But then that would mean to... he saved him twice. Like, so it seems strange. Yeah, but that, yeah. no, I think he's doing his bit for his army commander. You know. Well, no, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I feel agree, like but... that whole. Po- the whole point of that conversation that Jamie said, look, yes, you were sworn to House Tarly, but we're your liege lords now. You know, they and betrayed. Jamie knows so... all sorts of things about breaking oaths. So. Good point. Mm. Good point. But, you know, I, I felt that built a sense of camaraderie between Dickon and Jamie. Totally. Which would make Absolutely. Dickon jump in to, to save him. But no, I think at the end it was Bron. Right. Okay. Because it, Bron had jumped on a white horse after getting the oh, okay. crossbow smashed. Yep. 
Right. He jumped on a white horse and it's a white horse. I figured it was from, but then a couple of people online were saying it might be Dickon. And then yeah, was, well, yeah. The, you know, you want to know the craziest theory that I heard? Hello, what? Kelly, if you're listening. She reckoned it was Jorah Mormont. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I actually like that. It's, it's always Jorah. I mean, wait, why would it be Jorah? Why would Jorah but be saying Jamie? We haven't seen him. We didn't see him. Like, did we see him last that episode? Just makes or did no we see him? Sense. Did we see? I think we saw him healed last episode or something. But we, well, didn't we saw see him, him healed. Yeah, we didn't he see was, him this episode. He was leaving old Given town. the, you know, strange magical qualities hey, sure. of time travel. It could happen. You know. It could he happen. He just happens to turn up at the battle. Oh, no, Khaleesi's in danger. And woohoo! Da, 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 Mighty Mouse will save the day. <laughs> Is that that song? I don't know. It's a possibility. Sure. Very, very rank outsider, but I thought that was a hilarious. That's right out there. <laughs> Good Can you just you. imagine the start of the next episode begins with Danny looking down and there's Jorah. This is just Jorah. Of, I helped. I came back and I helped. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good point because, I mean, we think we assume that someone was saving uh, saving uh, Jamie, but maybe they were protecting Danny. That's actually less of a crazy idea than I thought. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Who knows? Probably not. Because the thing is, given the nature of physics, and I I don't know a lot about it, but I assume he would have had to start. He couldn't have just gone, oh, my God, the dragon just rounded on Danny. He would have had to be – he would have had to make the choice to go after Jamie before – Before Drogon sort of – Drogon kind of turned turned around around, and went – So that was someone – I really want to talk about that scene in depth quite a bit. So let's let's let's, put it off. Okay. Just hold – all right. Let's go. Stu is literally <laughs> having heart palpitations I, I am, right I am now. sitting here like so amped up because okay. I love this episode so much. Let's take care of all the rest. Uh, Cersei and the Iron Banker. Amazing. There's Great. a fantastic shot of Mark Gaddis just looking so... real delighted. So <laughs> kind of sleazily like, oh, yes, we can help you with all the money. I love how, like, last time we saw him, he was being all, like, you know, vaguely threatening yeah, and all that sort yeah. of thing. This time he's like, oh, so anything you need... Uh, just come to us and it's fine and uh, we'll do that and, and it'll be great. I, I put in my recap at that sequence, I threw in like a couple of little Trump jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone, no one seems to have mentioned that. Yes. I, I, I don't know, but I, I, it just felt to me like, oh, we can do a deal. Yeah, we can do a deal. Yeah, out of the deal. So much winning in Westeros. <laughs> I hear you have a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that was, so, and, James, and Cersei is going to hire some... Mercenaries. Uh, the Golden Company. Yeah. Which have we seen? Because I, 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 I know of them. have been spoken about. Yeah. But I don't think we've seen them because we saw the second It real late in the game to introduce like a brand new group of people. But okay, sure. Whatever. Sure, sure it'll be fine. Yeah. We didn't, um, we didn't really know about Dickon until this episode. So <laughs> but let's not get back to that. Um, let us talk about... Let's... Uh, let's uh, let's talk about Dragonstone and John and Danny and the cave and yes, the, yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, it was important. Like it's it's an important, really important scene, absolutely. And there's Missandei going. Oh, I hope Grey Worm comes back because damn, damn. <laughs> Actually, we should do the solo episode of Living at <laughs> Home with Grey Worm and Missandei. I'm lonely. Living at home with Grey Worm and Miss Andy. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> no one around. 
Um, but yeah, there were some very meaningful. There were so many looks in this episode. Lots of lots of meaningful. So looks. many meaningful looks yeah. in this episode. Characters kind of exchanging glances and now staring at each other. I said last week that I really liked that the show didn't seem to be going down the route of John and Danny hooking up, and then this episode. Do you think though? Well, well, I didn't think I didn't think they were going down. No, that but route. do you think that's what this episode did? It kind of. I mean, well, Davos that was, was the one. Davos who, like yeah. leans in and like you know. Oh, I see you're staring at a good art. <laughs> Stop it, John. And John's just like, there's no time for that. And I'm like, that's right, John. There is yes. no time for no that. No time for that, John. I'm so conflicted about down, it. Down boy. The prospect, the prospect of a John Danny, because I can see why Davos is making that connection. He's like, well, hang on. Alliance yeah, and, is and built also, through marriage. like, no one knows that they're related. That's the thing, except for yeah. Bran. Yeah. Uh, so there's no reason why they wouldn't theoretically be attracted to each other. They're around the same age. They're both beautiful people. Like it's Damn not, them. you know, it, there's nothing. And, and like it would be a very interesting match. It would be. It would certainly sidestep the whole bend the knee. Otherwise, well, know. that's right. They would both be the legitimate king and queen of Westeros. Sure, a whole shebang. Like yeah. yeah, I get it. I do get it. But I'm also conflicted. I thought it was really interesting that. Um, Danny has a conversation in this with John where she goes, you know, uh, put your pride aside and mm. bend the knee. And that also comes from a place of absolute pride. Like she cannot bear yeah. to have him not bend the knee. Yeah. Somebody pointed out, and I cannot remember, forgive me, I cannot remember who did, but I think it was someone on my Patreon who said that it was very much an echo of what John said to Mance Radar way back when he was mm. trying to bring the wildlings on side. That's that's really and, and, yeah. and Mance said the wildlings will never accept, you know, your I guess governance, because he wasn't king at that point. Yeah. But, and he was like, they will if their king accepts it. That's what John said to Mance, and that's how that relationship sort of I developed. I had not even thought about that. Neither but that's had I. Actually a great this is why people yeah. are smarter than me. Well, who well, read yes. my recaps and then tell me all the things that I missed. <laughs> In a, in, a, in a lovely way. I'm not having a go. No, no, I'm not totally, having a go at all. Totally. I'm saying I just sit there going, how do you guys pick up on all this? I'm too busy rewriting the lyrics to The Sound of Silence to reflect Jamie Lannister's existential angst as he falls into the water at the end. That's what I'm doing. That's the important work that I'm – that's the critical analysis. All important work. I'm doing. Instead, I miss really clever things like, hey, that's an echo. Because this this episode had a lot of those kind of echoes of totally. things past. And we'll get to that when we get to Winterfell. Yes. Um, but what did you make of the little exchange that John and Davos had with Missandei in terms of her freedom of choice as to why she's with Danny? Because yeah. it was very much that she's my queen. She's the queen that we chose. Yeah. I am not here under duress. I can leave any time. She would give me a ship and I could sail away. Yeah, well, that's interesting because John does ask you. He goes, do you, do you really believe that? Do you really think that, you know, you are free to do whatever you like? What would happen if you wanted to leave? And, and Sande says, she would give me a ship mm. and wish me well. And, yep, I think she might have done that up until very recently. Ah. But I don't think... She, if Missande right now said, actually, I'd quite like to go back to my home... I don't know that Danny would release her from her service. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, is that a stupid argument to even a hypothetical to well, posit? Sure. Because yeah. I don't think Missande wants to go anywhere. But I think the point John is making is that she's not free. She's serving at she's her queen's got pleasure. The illusion of freedom. That's right, exactly. 
I feel like she's maybe will be free if Danny wins and then yeah. in the same way that Jamie says to Bronn, once we have all the castles and Daenerys is defeated, you can have any castle you want. But until then, you don't want a castle. It's too much effort. Yeah. I think that's the same with Missing Day's Freedom. It's same like, sort of thing, yeah. You know, once, yes, we've won everything and my mission is done and I'm queen, yes, you can have freedom. But right now, freedom's got nothing for you. Mm. You're better off here with me. <laughs> um, I did love the interaction once John and Danny came out of the cave um, <laughs> because it got very steamy in there and she got right up in his grill. And yeah. That, it was tense and, and I, I loved it and also didn't. <laughs> and... <laughs> But when they came out, there was Varys and Tyrion standing there, yeah, like just sort of like eyeing like, them, like, like in a kids very <laughs> who just broke a very expensive piece of electronic equipment and are currently working out how to tell mum and dad, like, and deciding oh, who, which one up. takes the blame. Exactly, we really <laughs> screwed up. Yeah, and that's so the thing. The because... good news is <laughs> it's still working, <laughs> but there is it's stuck on one channel and the screen is broken. Yeah, Yay, sorry. <laughs> And that's the thing because, like, Tyrion is pretty chastened here. Like, he's not, yeah. you know. How about when Danny says to him, oh, our enemies, your family. Your family, you mean. Oh. I was like, whoa. Yep, that was full on. And then, like, later on, we see him actually, like, giving a crap about what's happening in the battle. Because, yeah. And we'll get there. We'll but get I don't, there. Yeah, we'll get there. Because I, I don't think Tyrion has ever lost his um, sensitivity. He's always disguised no, no, exactly, it yeah. with... Wit and drink. Have you noticed that he's not really drinking much anymore? And he hasn't been whoring for ages. A good long time. Like well over a season. Mm. I don't think he whored at all last season. This is the, long, this is the longest non-whoring stretch that yeah. we've seen out of Tyrion. I, it's, it's just something I, I realised. I went, but we haven't seen Tyrion with a naked bouncing pair of breasts in <laughs> a couple of years. Well, I think, I, think, I think we're at the other end of his like arc of, of becoming you I know, know, more right? responsible and... and Taking. He's finally grown up. That's right, exactly. Oh. And then Danny actually asked John what he thought she should do. Yes. Because clearly and she wasn't happy with any of her other advisors. That was so, such hey, a major step forward. What does yeah. the hot guy from the north think? <laughs> that was a huge step forward for her because, like, you know, up until very like like she first met John and he was this person who wouldn't bend the knee and he, he was doing not doing the thing he was supposed to do. And now she's coming to him and saying, Look, these guys aren't working out. What do you reckon? You know, like I may be hiring. I may be hiring um, very soon. There may be a position. I <laughs> but he says, like you know, uh, you don't want to just you don't just want to be another conqueror. Yeah. You don't want to be another. Which was backing Tyrion in. Because Tyrion, she'd said, what kind of a ruler am I if I don't sacrifice myself for my people or something yeah. like that? And he was like, a smart one. <laughs> and John backs that in by saying, your whole thing has been making the impossible happen, but yeah. you'll just show yourself to be another burn it all type character. Which is, I mean... Don't know where we've heard that before, but... Because it's funny, because that's where we leave it. And then at the end of the episode, she shows up on a dragon and yeah. blows the crap because out of that. It leaves it very much hanging as to she doesn't make a decision there. She yeah. just asks for advice. Yeah. And as we find out later, which we'll get to, she went, eh, stuff you, Jon Snow. I'm going dragon bait. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and we'll deal with the whole time thing of how that all oh, happened sure, yeah, later. Yeah. But um, 
uh, yeah, John just, and it does happen a bit later because he does say, but just to touch on that scene with Theon, mm. it's the first time John and Theon have seen each other since series one. Absolutely. As yeah, well. Yeah. And, and it's loaded. It is tense because there's a lot of stuff that Theon's done since then that yeah. is not great. And, and he, how and he, much does John know, I wonder? Because he would well, know. Well, he knows everything. Like if he, anything that he didn't know, Sansa's obviously filled oh, him Sansa in. Oh, Sansa would have filled him in, yeah. Um, because he says... It's only the fact that you, you help Sansa that I'm not going to kill you right now. Mm. Like, otherwise oh, he would just strangle him to death that on the beach. That was some good brooding. <laughs> but Theon had a bit of humility but about I, him. I tell you that. what, he, Alfie Allen, like, maybe the best performance in this episode. Like, getting off that boat, like, he manages to play... Like, he sees John and, yeah. like, just... He, he plays, very much goes... Like, shame, regret... Yeah. Sort of like, hey, like like a, a sort of weaselly standing up for himself as well. Like they're all in there and it's all in his face and yeah. his body language and everything. It's just, it's incredible. It's incredible acting. Mm. And he's very, and, and then Brendan Cowell was there again. Yes. He was just yes, quietly just, there just in the there. background. But <laughs> he seems to be very um, honest about, yeah, I didn't get my sister out, but I, I want to try and rescue her now. Yeah. But too bad, so sad. Queen's gone. But we'll get to that. Let's zoom up to Winterfell and discuss all of that because Absolutely. I think once we do that, we can get to the battle, which we need to do. So, Arya, back home. Call back. After, after doing the fake out last week and yeah. suddenly Bran shows up, yeah, yeah. it's like, no, no, now this week we're doing Arya. Yeah. So, here's Arya and she's back and call back to season one yeah yeah where she tries to get back into king's tries, landing yeah which i did know was happening and I, it was spelled out later on i went yeah i got the sense that that was tying back to that but i still i don't know something about that just didn't sit well with me me, me too the whole thing felt too long yes well, like they like i don't know who these people are i don't care at this point like it's great that they're fleshing out the world and, and making sure that like some regular dudes are have some characterization but i feel like it, it was just keeping us from, like it was. It was keeping Arya the character from the reunion, but it was also keeping us the audience from the reunion, mm. and it just felt frustrating. Mm. And it, it was wasn't. Re- it was repetitive. Yeah. And she, a, a couple of people pointed out a few things on my post today, which was really clever. Um, one person who I'm so sorry I've forgotten said that it was. Um, a way of showing how bad the guards are. And she does say that later to Sansa, you know, you need better guards. It was about how showing that the people who are left after the battle of the bastards probably great. aren't the best yeah. people to be taking on the white walkers. So totally. it sort of shows that deficiency. That's true. In the North. Having said that, I don't like, like that's all side effects and that's great. That was not the point of that scene. The point of that scene was to be like, yeah. And the other point that um, I believe it was my friend, Liz, hello, Liz, if you're listening, pointed out that for her, it was a moment of, oh, does she have a home? You know, does she actually have a home? Because That's true. And she's, she's talking about, like, Roderick Castle and Maester Lewin yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And, it, and they feel like that. They feel like they've been gone for a thousand years. Yes, exactly. Like, it feels like a long time ago. There was lots of stuff well, look, in this episode. I think episode. it was season two. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah, season two. There's lots of stuff in this episode that, like, would have happened at this point in the show years ago. And it feels like years ago. Mm. It, it feels like ancient history. Mm. We hear like Maester Lewin and Sir Roderick Castle mm. of the Awesome Sideburns. And <laughs> like... Rest in peace. Rest in awesome peace. Awesome Sideburns. Yeah, awesome Sideburns. I mean, you just don't... You've forgotten that those characters were even in mm. this show. It's been so long. We talked 
um, on the rewatch about going back to season one and seeing all these awesome characters that we yeah. just haven't seen for so long because they all died. Yeah. Um, but they're dead now. They're dead now. Uh, but like it's it's we have we have that same feeling of nostalgia that the characters are feeling. Mm. It's a really well done thing yeah. that the show is doing. Yeah, true. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but it was nice. That I do agree that the, the the scene with the guards is too long. <laughs> The, um, the, it was nice when they were telling Sansa that, oh, there was this girl, but oh, don't worry about it. She's clearly just some, you know, street rat. Yeah. And Riff raff, street riff raff, street rat, mm. scoundrel. Mm. Stop that. Yeah. Just a da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Still, I think he's rather tasty. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. Gotta get to the top. Oh, gotta I have no lyrics there, but I know the song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I can't sing any of the lyrics. He's become a woman, rising crime. Yep. I, I blame his parents, except, except he hasn't got them. Gotta live to live. Gotta live to live. Gotta still eat. Tell you all about when I got my time. I watched that movie. I've watched Aladdin probably more than any other movie in my life. It's my favorite Disney movie. It was. It was the movie that I like. Every kid has one. Was it your gateway drug? You have the VHS, and you watch it till the end, then you rewind it. And you watch it again. Yeah. And you do that on a loop for six months straight. <laughs> it's so good Just, though. I know. That, that movie is etched into my memory. It's really good. Have you seen all of the stuff happening about the casting of the live action Oh, the version? live, like Will Smith is the genie. <laughs> Look, I don't mind, but there was all this, you know, crazy talk that, oh, they're going to whitewash it and they're going to cast white actors and all that but stuff. But then they didn't in the end, didn't they? No, they like, haven't. They, yeah. And in fact, the guy that they're apparently casting as Jafar... Yeah. Is this incredibly ripped, handsome dude? Like, really? All oh, right, and so buff. people are like, "Oh, he's too handsome to be." No, Jafar. no, everyone's now like, "Wow, I'm, uh, I'm totally now on Jafar's side." <laughs> I feel like I want Jafar to win now, and you know, you know that bit where Jasmine at the end of Aladdin has to pretend to be hypnotized to sort of confuse Jafar and yes. make, him, make him think that he's made, you know, yeah. made her fall in love with him, and everyone's like, "She won't be pretending." That's not gonna. <laughs> It's funny how the internet changes oh, whims yes. and troughs, but I'm good. Are they going to do the songs? I wonder because they didn't in Cinderella, but then they did in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, but I think I think Beauty and the Beast uh, needed the songs. Like Beauty and the Beast is the most musically Disney. Yeah, musical. and there's really not that much that happens. Yeah, it's a bit fillery. The yeah, music exactly. Helps to fill it over does. Some, it does really. But Aladdin, I think you could do cracks. it without. The, you could definitely do it without the yeah. songs, and I think they're probably. But the will. songs add so much to it. They do. Prince they're awesome. Um, I did actually have the thought to bring it back to Game of Thrones, which yes. we, is what we're talking about. I did. <laughs> is that have, what we were talking yeah, about? Well, oh. I had a whole new world reference in my recap. Oh, yes, that's right. But I also thought what, the other one that made me think of it, and I didn't put it in the recap eventually, but I think it's in my reaction video, is when he walks in to see the dragon glass and sort of lights it up, and it wasn't very well lit. The Cave of Wonders. It, the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> say in my reaction video it's like the opening scene of Aladdin <laughs> see Jon Snow in a shirtless a shirtless vest. vest and a yeah. fez with some puffy pants <laughs> oh. rocking the hammer pants but yeah um, Disney movies okay um, <laughs> this is now the Disney movie podcast how do I segue back to Game of Thrones <laughs> we should do that we should do a Disney movie podcast We could. I could talk about them all day <laughs> All day. I could talk about Aladdin, but there's a lot of them I haven't seen. Well, that, so, would, be the, that would be the joy. Oh, we could watch them. We could do them, like start to finish. Yeah. Start with Snow White and move oh, on Oh, God. From there. Start with Snow White. That's yeah. getting old school. <laughs> Someday my prince will come. 
okay, girl. Whatever. Um, let's, <laughs> let's talk about... Uh, to tie it back into fantasy, apparently uh, J.R. Tolkien, who wrote Lord of the Rings and, and The Hobbit, uh, The Hobbit came out around about the same time as Snow White did. Oh, okay. So he was very upset that his troop of dwarves... <laughs> which, were, which, were all, which were all serious and, and you know, still for, still for kids, but they were fighting dwarves. Yeah. And then there was these comically bumbling dwarves in... And he, he, wrote, he wrote this essay calling it, like, one of the most horrible affronts to, to literature that he'd ever seen. He hated Snow White. Hilarious. Anyway. Oh, bless. Ah, bless you, Sansa and Arya. Yes. I guess technically princesses if John is the king in the north. Whatever. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean. Uh, they're mad, bad, and dangerous to know, and I love they're... it. And I can't wait to see more of them. How did you, what did you make of um, Brienne and Arya's fight? I think it was awesome. Arya and... is like so much better than. Having said that, she was being trained by the waif, like daily. In Bravos yeah, exactly. For a year, she, and, and before that, she was getting fight training from Sirio Pharrell and then the Hound. The Hound. the Hound was showing her stuff. So she's not without... And she's been doing this for literally years at this point. Mm. So I buy that she's, like, basically a ninja mm. now. I get it. Like, like, that's what the plot needs her to be. We've done enough stuff to this point where I'm like, okay, she's a ninja. And it was it's a marvellous way that they sized up against each other and yeah, they're both they... saying, I'll try not to hurt you. Totally. And Brienne <laughs> is all like old school knight armour, yeah, big sword, strength, and Arya is the water dancer. You exactly. Know, she's all nimbly. Exactly right. <laughs> Brienne even says to her, you can't use that sword, it's too small. And she's like, ah, oh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, looking onto that was... Sansa and Littlefinger. Yes, and that's why. Oh my god, I, how, how annoying must it be to be Sansa right now with just Littlefinger, Littlefinger just following you everywhere? <laughs> and you're just giving off all these all these like cues and just, just go away. And get away! You are only it. here because you've got the Knights of the Vale. That's the only reason. <laughs> Could you please get your nose out of my face and have a breath mint because you mm. stink? I just get the sense that. Baelish has like really bad halitosis. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. He totally Do you does. You know, like yeah. he just and he also like smells weird as well. Yeah. Like, not, I, not not bad. Not bad. Just weird. Maybe slightly chemically. or Yeah. Something. Like you're not sure. Like there's some weird aftershave he's using. Yeah. And you're like, that is not a name brand aftershave. <laughs> you buy that it's, from like. <laughs> it's Hogo Boos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best. The best Chinese ripoff. Um, no. Not to insult the good people of China, but a lot of rip-off stuff comes from the People's Republic, I'm just saying. Yes. And uh, and and the best dodgy version of a fragrance <laughs> that I ever saw while in China was Hogo Booze. Hogo Booze. Instead of Hugo Boss. Yes. And I was like, that's genius. So yes, there's Littlefinger wearing Hogo Booze. Hogo Booze. Um, that's why I, I was a bit nervous at that scene, because he is watching that. Mm. And he had a real reaction to that. And like all Peter Baelish reactions, I'm not exactly sure what his reaction was. Oh, God. But he definitely reacted to the fact that Arya is like a badass ninja now. Mm. Uh, so something is going to come of that. He's, mm. he's taking it all down. But the thing with Baelish that really worried me this week was that he walks into Bran's room and just gives him cat's paw. What the hell was that? I what don't know. Oh, someone tried to kill you with this knife, so please, take it. Here it is. But then... What? It, what? So I don't know what his deal was 
doing that. I don't understand. I, again, I'm completely, I thought I had a handle on what Littlefinger was doing, but now I'm just completely lost again. I'm like, I don't know what your motivation is. He just is. likes to keep the ground shifting beneath your feet. That's right. Just like, oh, here I am over here doing a bit of magic. Woo, yeah. no, but am I over here behind the curtain? Exactly. <laughs> but I love, love, love that Bran like throws it back at him by just oh, going, chaos is a ladder. I knew you would like, as soon as just he said that, it. I went, well, Stu just lost his shit. Because <laughs> you love that whole speech. I, lo I love that speech. Uh, that's, that's the mission statement of the show. Yeah. Uh, and I love the fact that Bran throws it back at him. Sort of unknowing because Bran's kind of like Dr. Manhattan detached at this point. But That's a good character reference yeah. to that because I've been trying to get the best... I can't claim credit for that. That's that's sort of out there as like it's a out there. Good okay. I, think, I think he's even mentioned that the actor Isaac Hempstead Wright has mentioned that. That's oh, sort really? of what he's going that's for. That's his inspiration. I can't I, I can't say that for sure, but I, that, that's definitely sense. in the conversation yeah. about he's sort of he sort of he sees everything at once. Yeah, which is what Doctor Manhattan well, does. I feel like he knew that. I don't feel. I think he knew what he was doing, and I think when he said, "Do you know who this belonged to?" in the um, about the knife, yes. the dagger. You know, Baelish took that as, oh, no, no, I didn't know who, you know, don't know who it belonged to. Whereas he's actually trying to say, do you know who this belonged to? Like, he knows yeah. who that, yeah, that yeah, belonged yeah. to. And then he proceeds to give that sword to Arya. Yes. He knows what he's doing. He has seen her use it or he has, he knows who she will use it on. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm intrigued. I want yeah. the tea. What's the tea brand? Who's Arya going to kill with it? Is it going to be Littlefinger? Because I lots, want it to be Littlefinger. There's lots and lots of talk of her list. In that, there is in that scene, and how how good was it when she told Sansa? She's like, "Oh yeah, I have a list of people to kill." And most Sansa's of, like, most <laughs> of the dead. <laughs> good, good joke, sis. <laughs> Arya's like, "Yeah, no, no, no jokes." Uh, I've, got a, I've like, got a list of people I've killed. I've got a list of people I want to kill, and it's much shorter now. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's a whole thing that uh, happened while I was away. Yeah. <laughs> I've become a, an avenging assassin. Yes, That's exactly. my deal now. Yeah. Uh, and I do like, because Bran says it to Littlefinger too, he says, I'm not Lord Stark. And the same with Arya, you know, there was a bit of Sansa looking at Arya and I think being quite surprised at mm. how, you know, crazy amazing she is. Totally. But I don't think, because Arya says to Sansa, this suits you, being the lady. Yeah. And I think, I don't think that either of them, Arya or Bran, are interested in governing Winterfell. No, totally not. Absolutely. I think they'll remain loyal to Winterfell, although maybe Bran, I don't know. Bran is off with the fairies Bran's, now. Bran's the three-eyed raven. How's his treatment of poor Mira? just as we wrap up the Winterfell I sequence? was surprised. Like I said, I am surprised that we saw her again. Yeah. Um, because well, this was a perfunctory goodbye at best. Oh, you didn't was, like it? No, well, no, because uh, it was there solely to... It, it was there to show... Well, like, rightfully, the show is pointing out Mira got a really raw deal out of this whole thing. Yeah. And now she's going back to be with her family. Poor duck. You know, but it's, it was there mostly to illustrate, to reiterate the fact that Bran's off with mm. the fairies, mm. quite, quite literally in some cases. And he's not, he's not intentionally cruel. He yeah. just has no room for he your just emotions has or no, feelings. He's completely detached now. Mm. He's, he's not, and she says, you know, you died in that cave, which is a bit on the nose, but it does sort of, Pretty, pretty strongly illustrate, yeah, like is, Brand's, is, Brandon Stark yeah. died in that cave and the Three-Eyed Raven came out. Is the theory that the Three-Eyed Raven was him? 
that he met himself. I, I was just thinking about that, and I don't know if I've aped someone else's thought or theory or um, if that's something that's just occurred to me and no one has ever thought about it before. But is that it? Because did we ever see the three-eyed raven walk? He seemed to always be still in the trees. No. And he only walked but... in dreams and flashbacks when Bran walked. And that yeah. just made me think, is the three-eyed raven actually Bran? And he just kind of lives immortally going no, through because... this endless cycle of... Old man teaches young man who then becomes old man who teaches young man. and I don't know if that's what the show's going for, but definitely in the books there's a character called Lord Bloodraven who is the three-eyed raven that Bran meets. But is that Bran? And is like 100 years old. But I don't... But how? Like like he, he travels in visions. He doesn't travel in... Yeah, but time. But I guess I guess he does in a way, doesn't he? But it, it was just the fact that they can't move. And when she said you died in that cave, I was like, oh, so is that some sort of? Is that like literal? Yeah, that he died and the three eyed raven. I didn't. I mean, I've never, know. I've never taken that. I, I've, I've always assumed there was like a long line of three eyed ravens who <laughs> who lived in the cave just until whenever. This Brand is the show up. we're watching, Natalie. <laughs> this is this is way too late to be. <laughs> snickering at this sort of stuff like we are in we yeah. are in for a penny we're just about to talk about a giant freaking flaming That's dragon right. battle exactly uh, but this is what i love about this show <laughs> i love it I've, I've said it before like it sucks you in and suddenly you're talking about a long line of mystic like green seers like it's incredible this um, is the biggest show in the world <laughs> you. it's the biggest show in the world she's getting a little excited even for me everyone. i just sorry i love this show okay. <laughs> I think you and I are in a similar position where this is just delivered so much. And I think so many people who read my recaps and listen to the podcast, um, you know, I put up a reaction video of how I felt totally. and I had so many people going, this was me, you know, that was exactly how yeah, I reacted. Exactly. And then you see a few people sort of occasionally poo-pooing and you're like, just. Like my heart was racing. Like my heart was so literally much. racing. So much. Like th- not in like an expression. Like I was having yeah. a heart murmur. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Watching this episode, like yeah, yeah. I was getting, I was getting cold. (laughs) Like it's just, it, it was a thing, and to see, and I, I really do want to get this out there. I've said this online in a couple of places, but like this episode fulfilled a promise that was made basically on in episode one of season one, in the very first episode of the show, that at some point we're going to see some dragons. In episode you know one? I mean? Or you mean the end of well, no, just, season one? Just like, episode well, 10. Certainly, you... certainly episode 10. But like just the, the very idea of this show, that we know that this is a fantasy show, but oh, it's really about the political intrigue and stuff like this. And it's like, oh, I see. no, no, no. Down the line, we're going to suck everyone in. Like, like, but all you, you, guys, you guys know that. You guys get it. I see. Right? So all this you is your massive who, fantasy who read the books or, you, or you've, you've, you've done this before. Like, like you know what's coming. We're going to get there. But you gotta stay with us through all this Keep stuff. The this admittedly awesome stuff that is one of the major reasons why the show is so good. All this political intrigue and and you know uh, well acted scenes of people talking quietly in a room together. <laughs> and it's like, guys, in like five seasons, six seasons, seven seasons time, we're gonna have like some really cool stuff, <laughs> really cool stuff. And it's gonna be not only is it gonna be cool. But it's going to tie in, like, thematically. It's going to pay off several character arcs. Like, it's going to be awesome. But you just got to stick with us. 
Please don't, please don't they go away. They still handed us little trinkets, you know. The Battle, well, they of, did. Battle of Blackwater sure. was great Absolutely. fun. And they, they've been building and building and building the, um, for the entire the series. The Red run. Wedding was a was a lark. Absolutely. The uh, the the Castle Black, the Battle of Castle Black, totally was huge. Huge. You know, back in the days when the Wildlings and, uh, and Jon Snow were enemies. Last season, as they affectionately call it, Bob. Yes. Uh, Bob. <laughs> Battle of the Bastards. Battle of the Bastards. Um, so okay, well look, I think we're there now. Let's, we are. We're pretty much there. I can't think of anything else that we want to talk to, and I certainly don't want to talk about anything yeah. else because let's get into this. And uh, our time's up, and so we'll see you <laughs> yeah, strap yourselves in. This might go slightly longer than we planned, but okay. So what's happening? As the you know, the, I think they're trying to finish moving all the crops, the harvests out of the reach. Yeah. Now, now initially, I, so I wasn't. I obviously wasn't paying enough attention, but I, I thought that they hadn't gotten all the gold into King's Landing, but apparently they did. They yes, got all the gold like, into King's Landing. Yes. But they, they but were they hadn't moving got all the grain. The crops. Yeah. yeah. And, and Randall Tarley was a bit worried because he was like, they're straggling. Yes. We've got to get him into the yes. city. Yes. You know, like. That's why he'd been telling Bron earlier to go and, you know, whip, whip, the, farmers whip the farmers to, to get, get them to harvest earlier. So then that's when Jamie and Dickon have that conversation that we mentioned earlier. Bron is, <laughs> Bron is all like, going three, full, four Yorkshiremen. Three Yorkshiremen. <laughs> three Yorkshiremen. <laughs> Which is the same sketch, just with a different um, allocation of lines. <laughs> but, um, yes, what happened then? I think it all happened so fast, I can't even... Well, uh, they were... Um, Bron was... An, what was it in that? Was it the start of that scene that he was annoyed about his gold or he wasn't getting a cast? No, that was earlier. That was earlier. Yes, that was earlier. I think what happened was that they were just chatting and then Brom went, shh, 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 shh. Yeah, he just sort of stops and he goes, wait, do you hear that? Listen. Yeah. And it's and like they look around and they're like, oh, oh yeah, no. Because this is the thing about Bron. He's a perceptive guy. Yeah. He knew that Jamie was pissed he's a, off at the very start. He's and a survivor. figured that yeah. something Elena had said had set him off. Yeah. And then he feels the vibrations, I guess, of the Dothraki army well before they're yeah. within sight. And so Jamie just takes that on and is like, yep, rally, form lines, up. form yep. up, form up, and they all get into lines. And how many Lannisters would have been there? A few thousand maybe? A couple of thousand, like enough to man the, the man yeah. man and guard the baggage train. So you've got, and, the, you've got the remnants of the army. Yeah. And how many Dothraki came charging down that hill? A hell of a lot. Which, if we can I just make mention... If we could just make mention of the timelines again, somehow Danny has put them all onto ships. Yes, she would have had to sail them. I'm try- I've got to get a map of the island because she would have. The reach is kind of in the middle. Yeah. Of the country, so she would. Have yeah, had sort of, to- sort of the lower left. So, so it is yeah. actually. But, but having said that, they were coming back to that. That's actually not crazy because they're at King's Landing, aren't they? They're almost at King's Landing. Yeah, but but they're they're on the road outside King's Landing. I think so, but I don't so, think that they're super close. I feel like they're I not feel super like, close, but they are. They are on the way. I very feel near like they were Landing. getting in, going across that boggy marsh into the yeah. Crown Lands, which is like the set of lands that surround sure. King's Landing. Absolutely, yeah. That's what I felt. The kind of divides the state border, I guess, yeah. between the Reach and the Crown Lands. Absolutely. So what? So Dragonstone is off the coast of King's Landing. Yes. So basically... But she would have had to land somewhere else to get all those Dothraki to shore without anyone noticing. Exactly. 
<laughs> you know? like It is weird. The people and stationed at King's Landing would have seen all these Dothraki. Again, we are we are so far past yeah, that we need show. To, like, I need just, to ignore because that's going to drive me crazy. It, but it, yeah. it did. I was like, how totally. did they all get there? How did they get there? They all got on the ships and they all got up to battle speed and they all... You know, what the time, what are the days that we're seeing John and Danny talk and the days that Jamie is on the road? Anyway, point being, yes. here come the Dothraki. And a lot of people have made the comparison and even we were just watching the very excellent behind the scenes HBO. Yes, the making of that Making battle. of that battle mm. and definitely go and watch it. It's insane. It is so good. And so much of it is real. They lit dudes on fire. They lit the most <laughs> dudes in any TV show ever. Yes. They lit 20 dudes at once <laughs> on fire, um, which is apparently some sort of record. And so much of it that I thought, oh, that would just be visual effect. Was not visual effect. No. It's a combination of VR and real effects. Yeah. Like, obviously, uh, the dragon isn't a visual effect. Although, having said that, it's a really good visual effect. It's so good. Like, Drogon They saved around. up that money from not oh, showing the Battle yes. of Caligari. that's right. Exactly. You know, like... like they spent been, it wisely. There's been two, maybe three major battles this season that we have not seen very much of, and this episode was, the, was obviously the reason. Mm. And I think there might be something coming up later in the series that they've also like saved some money for. And this is the reason why we're getting seven episodes instead of, yeah, instead of 10. 10, like they've taken three episodes worth of budget and condensed it <laughs> into what we see. A 10, so. a 15 minute sequence. Uh, so yes, then, then we see rising. Oh, Cause Bron says to Jamie, get out of here. They're going to slaughter us. Yeah. He, no, and he can pick him yeah, straight from totally. he's like no. But, but he hasn't even seen the dragon at that point. Exactly, like, this goes, is what I mean. He looks up and he's like, Well, that's a Dothraki horde. We are boned. Yeah. Like we need to go. And says to Jamie, You're not a foot soldier, you need to get back. And he's yeah. like, No, 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 we can hold them off. And then at that moment, the dragon shows Here up. Here comes the dragon. And it was like because it was kind of a fake out, because you kind of think, Oh wait, is is this where we're gonna see a dragon battle? And then it's like the Dothraki kind of crest the hill and you're yeah. like, oh, okay, the Dothraki, I can handle that. That's awesome. <laughs> then, nope, nope, dragon battle, here we go. Here he comes. So, I mean, I guess let's so talk about it. We saw hacking and slashing and burning and more burning. and Well, just so much burning. Like, like the Dothraki hit the line and Stepped completely, up onto their yeah, they, horses they, and that and was all real That was real well. too, yeah. They, they, real they stuntmen. Put on, they put on like a, a stirrup rig onto these horses and those were real stuntmen riding real horses, charging a line. Yeah. It was incredible. Just utterly incredible. And yeah, like it was one of those things where th this whole sequence is something that I never thought I would see on a television screen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like I, that the, the, the way this battle was shot and directed and acted and just planned out is something that you don't see from most Hollywood movies, mm. you know, and we saw it, on an HBO show. And what about the moral ambiguity it placed us in? Because totally. they put, and this they say this in the documentary, that they put they put it from Jamie's point of view. Yeah. So you're not seeing Danny coming in and going, screw you, Lannisters, I'm taking you all over. You see it from Jamie's point yeah. of view he of someone up. with the stragglers of his army, I guess, yeah. not, not actual stragglers, but a small section of his army. Yeah. They think they're all kind of clear and then disaster strikes totally. in a big way. And, 
and all of a sudden all those feelings of, but I like Jamie Lannister now, <laughs> come bubbling up. And then, of course, you've got, but I love Bronn. Yeah, that's right, exactly. And and you, it's not that you don't want the Lannisters to lose because you want Danny to kick ass, but you don't that's want, how, Jamie, you don't want Bronn Jamie or Bronn to, to die. die. Like, that would be terrible. And, and then it, the, the episode puts you in this horrible position of Bronn, because of course he does, goes, right, we've got a giant crossbow that kills dragons, Let's bust that baby out. I think it's Jamie who says, because he can't fire it with one hand. True. Yes. And, and okay, Bronn's like, all go, right, then. Go do that. Off I go. Yeah. And Bronn, and this is really interesting, when he gets knocked off his horse because a, a, a Dothraki chops it off at the leg. <laughs> yes. At the foreleg. Which, which apparently was the, was the moment brutal. a lot of people didn't like out of the episode. Well, it was a moment that made me go, oh, no, not the horsey. Um, he, uh, uh, he lost his gold. It yes, was this yeah. lovely kind of very literal thing of his got and he sort of looks at it and it's like, oh, well. And it's... You can always earn more gold. This is the thing. Yeah. And also I feel like there's a part of Bronn that likes the fight. Yeah, totally. And it's not so much, I've got to go defend Jamie, but I'm under attack. I've never killed a dragon before. And Let's give this a crack. I've, <laughs> I've got away. And he's just ever pragmatic and yeah. um, cool in a crisis. And totally. Whereas I think we saw Dickon battling really well but kind of losing his mind a bit just a bit like oh my god you know there's a dragon (laughs) we didn't see much of randall tarley what happened to him i'm pretty sure someone said that they saw uh they might have seen him like get engulfed by flames oh really he might be dead he might be dead maybe or badly burned we saw a lot of burn work uh, this this time around a lot of lannister soldiers like jumping into the water to put out the flames that they're engulfed in. Yeah. Um, and then others just, like, burn to ash, like literal mm. ash. It's incredible. Mm. Like, It was just... such a strong colour palette of, like, the black and the yeah. orange and... Oh. Yeah. So good. And then that shot of, like, Drogon flying down by the... By just the, the strafing run that he does? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, just, God, it's so oh. good. It's it so good. It was like the Dam Busters. Well, let's get back to the crossbow. Bron manages to kill a Dothraki. <laughs> With the, just, in, a, in, a, in a, like, literally, boom. literally, like, John Travolta in Broken Arrow. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Haven't seen it, but I get your reference. Sure, absolutely. And, Not uh, surprised. <laughs> moving on. But, uh, yeah, and so he's skewered. And then Bran, like, drops the canopy of the wagon. Yeah. And, and just rounds And it's this incredible out. hero shot. Like, he's yeah. Like a big... It's like a... a in, in any other movie, he, he's, he's, the, the he's the hero. And, and it's like a, um, you know, in a World War Two when they round the, yes. the guns yeah, yeah, it's on the, the German aircraft. Luftwaffe. Yeah, it's like, no, eat lead, Fritz! You know, or, or like the or like the Americans at Pearl Harbor, like, fighting off the Japanese planes, you know, or, or any anything where, you know, we're used to in war films... Like those, yeah. those guns sort of go up and, and they're fighting off the, the yeah, yeah. attacking planes. Even a bit Star Wars, you know. A little whole, bit. A little bit. You know, the people on, is it on the Death Star or when they're firing <laughs> and they've got someone in a turret who's just keeps turning around with yes. a gun. And yeah, yeah, that's on the Millennium Falcon they do that. That's and, the yeah, one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the reference I was yes. making there. I've seen Star You've Wars seen a long Star time Wars. ago. Um, Not the most recent ones. Did I see? Uh, no, I don't think I've seen... No, I saw The Force Awakens, right. but I haven't seen Rogue One. Right, okay. Is it worth it? Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Okay, all right. Could be a lot better, but it's not bad for what it is. Okay. Um, uh, I might give it a go. It's on the list of the, many, many things. The long, long list. The long list of things it's I have much longer seen. than Arya's list. Yeah. <laughs> and not nearly as <laughs> likely to being uh, ticked off yes. as Arya's list. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Bronn... 
gets off a test shot, misses, but then he lands a shot into Drogon's right. He does because, and, and this is the thing that they're sort of staring off. So Daenerys, like, Daenerys, she is Daenerys, mad. She, too. Yeah, because she sees the first one go past, and she's like, "Oh no, you didn't." Yeah, right? because they, Jamie had had the archers loose yes, arrows at him, and Drogon just kind of went. You so know, regular arrows didn't do anything. Yeah, because like, it's off. scaly, man. Totally. But like a giant ballista with a iron, you know, crossbow mm. bolt uh, is going to do some damage. And so they have this thing where they're sort of, they're, he's flying in, bronze facing off, like ready to make a, yeah. a move <laughs> and then fires off a shot and actually lands it. Now it doesn't sort of go straight through his head or anything and it doesn't pierce his heart, but it does clip him on the wing yeah. and suddenly Drogon's down. He's... Falling. I'm amazed that Danny held on. I think she was on like she had like a stirrup sort of thing. Oh, did she? I, I felt like did she have like I've a little never seat? Felt, I've never felt that she's done anything but just cling <laughs> on for grim it's death. It's entirely possible. I'm thinking of How to Train Your Dragon right now. So <laughs> haven't seen it, but get your point. <laughs> it's a great. It's a genuinely good movie. I've um, heard it's good. Really, actually, quite good. Well, should we, should we do sequel. just a general animated yeah, podcast? Totally. Let's where do we that. watch all the animated films that I haven't seen, <laughs> like Minions and. Well, we don't need to see the Minions movies. That's oh, funny. okay. And the the cloudy with meatballs. Cloudy, cloudy with a chance of meatballs, much better than it sh- than it has any right to be. And uh, Cars, never saw those. Cars are fine, apparently. I never um, saw Finding Dory. That was pretty good. I never saw. Nah, most of them I haven't seen. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the Toy Story films, which apparently is... Okay, wow, students... Well, hang on. Like, even, like, the first one. No, never seen them. Really? No, never. They're, they're pretty good. Well, pretty good. so I've been told, but... <laughs> have I seen them? No, I haven't. Sure. Why not? Sorry. Hey, look, you know, we've Sorry all, for disappointing we've all got our strengths you all. and our weaknesses. Um, I have seen Sex in the City several times over, yes. all seven seasons of it. That's, That's true. a good use of my Whereas time. Whereas I have not seen much. Um, I've seen like bits and pieces. You should and watch not it too. It's it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, back to the battle and um, <laughs> Drogon was being such a Samantha. Um, <laughs> Danny lands him. She does manage to land, yeah, because I mean, the thing is, you you think at this point, like, she's going to be injured or something, but actually, it's like her car has a flat tire. She's just kind of, (laughs) she's just kind of annoyed and angry and hoping that, like, the RACQ shows up. (laughs) She she gets off and is, like, trying to put the jack on and get it up on the jack to change. (laughs) She's in there pulling the the spear. And then. And then uh, Jamie sort of takes his shot. He's like, hang on. Well, first we see Tyrion kind of stride up to... Yeah, and he, and he knows what his brother's going to... He knows what his brother's like. Mm. He knows what is going through his mind. He's going, yeah. don't do it, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you stupid idiot. That's a, that's a live dragon. You can't just, like, yeah. run at it. And Jamie's like, no, I'm going to do the thing. To me, it felt very... It was very much sort of half-half with Tyrion. It was like, don't do it, you idiot. Don't, don't put yourself in harm's way. Mm. But also, don't rush my new queen. I yes. had a sense of that, mm. too. Like... Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't get I that sense. I, I got that. Tyrion. I got that sense because, like, Tyrion has always had a soft spot for his brother, and vice versa. Yeah. Um. They always had like quite a cordial relationship. If and only so, Cersei hadn't have been around to spoil it all. That's right. Exactly. Um. You could say that about the whole show, really. But... True. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Cersei spoils it all. Game of Thrones. Ned never dies, and everyone's happy. <laughs> um. But <laughs> it's not a very compelling show, but it's a nice show. 
Everyone teams up in season seven to defeat the White Walkers. It's, it's great. so true, but I, I, you know, there's so much. Um, I feel in. Um, I'm going to say something controversial, but I feel sometimes there's an attempt to keep everybody's feelings in terms of literature and things like that safe and happy. And, and it's like, no, that's what literature does. Literature is supposed to put oh, okay. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, is to make people make decisions. Well, conflict. Are, I mean, conflict is the yeah. heart of drama. And so like to have these characters in conflict, like Cersei 100% is a yeah. driver of conflict in this show. Uh, but it, uh, but the, the fact that they put these characters... Literal and figurative. It's not safe being in that battle. No, it's not no, safe, exactly, yes. You know, Battle of the Bastards... Exactly. ...was um, horrible, and I, I did feel like yes. it had the potential to go very wrong for... Just because knowing this show, it was episode nine... But... Knowing this show, they sure. could have made it happen and it all went wrong. But not at any point did I feel like John was in danger in that episode. I Whereas... Feel, I feel like this... I recall that... I didn't think John would die, but also I got a bit when he was like in breathing and being trapped. By no, but bodies. see, but I didn't because they had just brought him back from the dead. True. Like, this one definitely had much more of a oh shit. At this point, if Danny has her dragon. Yeah. Jamie and Bron, you're boned, and I'm really not happy about that because I kind of like you guys. Yeah. No, totally, exactly. But but conversely, like it's not likely, but maybe like this is where Danny gets overconfident and. Like, get seriously, at least seriously yes. injured. Yes, yes. You know, like an arrow hits her. An arrow hits her. Or, like, she falls out of the sky on a giant reptile yeah. and, like, gets hurt. You know? Like, like something happens. Mm. Um, and if there's one... Like, we, we haven't seen the fallout from the battle yet, but if there's one criticism you could maybe level at it, it's that actually, like, for our main characters... There's not any specific consequences, but then we don't know what's happened to Jamie. Yes. We don't know what's going to happen to Daenerys, who now flew in and now her plane has, you know, got a broken wing. Like, like Drogon can't fly, I assume. So what's I, going to happen there? I he's don't a, get He's in that. a field outside King's Landing. What's going I to don't happen? feel like he's unable to fly. I don't feel like the wound is that bad. Okay. I feel like he, um, she needed to remove it. Yeah. But I feel like he's big enough that he'll probably heal... Because remember when they flew, she, you know, he rescued her from the fighting pits in Marine yes. and they flew off and he then didn't want to go straight back to... Sure, he like flew you know, off, and he flew flew off, off to, again to and heal, he went to, to go up. eat. Yeah. And so I feel like he might fly off, but she's got a cadre of Dothraki there. That's true. You know, they'll yeah. get her back. I think, I don't think Jamie is dead. He's certainly in a bit of trouble because he fell... Yeah, I don't think I, I would be water. very surprised if that Jamie's dead. Like that would be insane. Well, Bron, if uh, it is Bron who pushed him off the, you know, as he stares down Danny just to get that bit over there, he yeah. charges at her screaming. And I got this mixed up because I thought that he started screaming when Drogon sort of rounded on him, but no, he was screaming kind of at Danny. But when Drogon kind of his face came around into shock, he was like, "I've, his, I've made a huge did mistake." Did you see when his 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 mouth opened yeah. and flames started yes. coming yes. up from his throat? Exactly. I'm like, "Oh well." And Jamie just did the like double take. <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. Yeah, and then, um, but it was interesting, Danny's face because I mean, it all happened so quickly. She just was looking at him with this sort of. I didn't feel like she was scared, but I don't feel like she was. Not scared. Yeah, she bit. was sort of. She was, she was kind like, of she shocked. Didn't you quite know. know what to make of this. Yeah, because it was the first time that she personally has been in physical danger in for yeah, absolutely for a long time. For a long, long time. She's been in physical danger 
from assassins mm. and from, you know, you could say husbands and yes. various other people who would like to do, and the Carls at uh, Vaistothrak, mm. but she's never had this experience of being in the midst and heat of the battle and having right. a Lannister charge at her. Exactly. And it was an interesting moment. That's the first time they ever see each other and it's in this very fast, high-octane collision yeah. that Drogon then, you know, heads off. Turns and Bronn yeah. hits Jamie. Knocks him off. They both fall into the water, but yep. Jamie's got the armor on, so you sort of see him. So sinking. he sinks down. Yeah. Hello, darkness, my. Also, oh, that's an incredibly like. Is that meant to be a river or? It's a lake. It's, it is a lake. Yeah. Okay. But some someone else pointed that out, which is like they're on the edge of the lake, and then he drops off. That's a hell of a drop off. <laughs> that's a hell of that a drop. Lake. I guess that he got knocked a long way in. Like, or? Yeah, it's Loch Ness. <laughs> it just goes straight down. <laughs> but yeah, who knows? I think that. We'll probably start next episode with Jamie being pulled from the water or Bronn having grabbed him. Someone or, goes down and grabs him Samwise Gamgee style. I think that um, he'll be prisoner of Daenerys. Oh, you think? Oh, right. Okay. That's, We're back to Jamie the prisoner. That's what I think will happen. That, yeah, okay. And because, okay, you know, I think cool. that we want to see that scene between Tyrion and, and Jamie. Totally. Like, what's totally. he doing? And he's now a bargaining chip. And what's Cersei going to do without Again. her? Like once yeah. again, Jamie's the bargaining chip. But shit. I feel like that's kind of his role. He is mm. sort of the mediator, for want of a better word, between Tyrion and Cersei. Totally, yeah. And he could definitely be the type of person who could, if he was convinced that, you know, there was a threat from the north, uh, from north of the wall, he was the one who might be able to talk Cersei into joining forces with everyone. If that's oh the way the God. show's going. I don't know. You think Stranger that they could all join forces against the White Walkers? I don't know. I mean, probably not. Look, let's yeah. face it, like probably not, but who knows? I'm I'm really... I thought feeling... someone would die this episode and they didn't. So... I'm getting the sense that Cersei might die by the end of this season. By the end of the next couple of episodes. I mean, we haven't got that much long left to go. Yeah, we're halfway. we're over halfway through now. We've hit the fulcrum. This was the fulcrum. The fulcrum. And I said something big would happen, didn't I? I you said did. something big's going to happen this episode. Sure, you were right. I said they've got they've got to do something because the last the first three episodes, not a lot happens. Like Euron has his little Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean moment, and there's a couple of other big High things Garden that happens. Yeah, but but we didn't see Highgarden. No. We saw like a couple of dudes on horses, and then there's there's a one on one scene in a room. Yeah, like this show always does. <laughs> so we had three episodes of not a Game lot of, of action. Thrones, Colin, one on one scenes in a room. <laughs> But it's true. Like, like we we saw three episodes. We, we were promised this season was going to be epic and huge and crazy. Mm. And for three episodes, it hasn't been like crazy. It's been great. There's been good stuff in there, but there hasn't been like giant set pieces and things. And here we are in episode four, and they're like, "Well, here's a set piece. You wanted a, you wanted big set piece battles. Here we go." Ah. Uh. Well, Stu, I think we've reached the end of the podcast. We was have. it everything you wanted? It was everything and more. The podcast um, or the episode? Both. I feel like the podcast could have really done with less gibbering. <laughs> but we were excited. Exactly. Exactly. It's so great. Like, can you believe that this series will end? <laughs> I don't ever want it to end. End sooner also, rather than later. Like... I have friends while Game of Thrones is on. <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't mean that. But it, it is, it's very much, it's such a special time when everyone who enjoys the show is all on board together. Totally, absolutely. It's one of the last 
true old school TV experiences yeah. because we're getting it week by week, season by season. It's not dropping on streaming or anything like that. Well, apart from the leak that happened at the weekend. Well, yes. I mean, you know. That... And a lot of people did. I put up a post, like a meme on my site on Sunday mm. and a lot of people chimed in and went, yeah, I watched it. Oh, yep. I, yep. I, uh, whoop, uh, that was me. So a lot of people did make the call. To... I was surprised by everyone's restraint because there was a lot of, there was a lot of talk of, oh yeah, this is a good one. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of that. But there was not – so you did get the sense that something is happening in this episode. Yeah. But no one that I saw anyway sort yeah. of threw out there, oh, it's a giant dragon battle and it's the yeah, best yeah, thing yeah. ever and it's what the show's been building towards for seven seasons. Mm. Um, there was nothing like that mm. out there that I saw. I mean, yeah. there probably was from, you know, a couple of If you weren't but... looking for it, you could probably find sure, it. absolutely. And but... I, I had a couple of people say that they saw some things pop up in their Facebook feed that they were like, hang on, is that a spoiler for But again, episode? having said that, like – as I've said multiple times, be careful when you're looking for stuff on Game of Thrones because most of the plot beats are out there now. And with every episode that goes by, uh, the they get confirmed. And so now people are like, oh, they were real. Like, it's not like, mm. it's not like, and, yeah. And they also put the whole, you know, coming next week trailer for the next episode, yes. which I've been trying to not watch <laughs> after finishing the episode, shutting it down before I can see the coming next week, because that inevitably spoils you. And I, I'm just trying to keep my reactions as pure as I can. Not that I personally totally. am, uh, have a moral aversion to spoilers. I have, can and do live with spoilers in lots of other <laughs> things. I'm aware of the Sixth Sense ending. Um, found Despite that out. having never seen that movie. Yep. Never saw it, right. but uh, I know the ending, but so it doesn't ruin my enjoyment necessarily. It's purely because of from the recap perspective, it's, it's, I feel like it's the honest thing to do is to try and give the most genuine totally. reaction sure. possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll post my uh, reaction video, which is the most genuine reaction. <laughs> and there's a lot of gasping, but wow. I, yeah. As for next week, I guess we'll see more developments with Bran and Arya and Sansa. I'm hoping maybe Jon returns home next week. Jon's got to get moving. Yeah, he didn't go to the battle, which was interesting. He was on Dragonstone hacking out Dragonglass. So I'm hoping that he returns with like him, Davos, and a bunch of Dothraki helping. (laughs) Can you imagine? How they're going to ship it all back. How is that going to happen? Like how's that going to work? I don't know. So I think we'll see John haul his Dragonglass home. He had some guys with him though, didn't he? He had like six or eight guards. Yeah. But... What's okay. that, where are they? What's just, going on with them? Are they hanging, hanging out with the Dothraki? They're just they? hanging out. <laughs> and the Dothraki, Danny said that she she could have he could have Dothraki to help him. So I think hopefully we'll see him go home, and then we've yet to see you know the Brotherhood again. That's true. Yes, what we're, are they we're up yet to, to see uh, Beric Dondarrion. Beric Dondarrion and his flaming, flaming sword. So that's coming. Um, you thought I was excited about a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a whole White Walker thing to happen yet. So John has to get from Dragonstone back to Winterfell to meet Arya, yeah. one hopes. Unless he is diverted from White Harbour up to East Well, that's Watch true, yeah, because it's, it's on the same coast, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So I could see that happening. So that happening. could definitely happen. But given that the way that Sansa said to Arya, you know, John will be so excited when he sees you, and she was genuinely chuffed by that. Yeah. I want to see Arya I and John. I totally want to And see they did Arya all the photo too. shoots with the pictures of them together, so I feel like he has to go back to Winterfell. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I, I think they'll save the big battle now for the last episode, like episode seven. Yeah. I feel like there'll be a big battle with the White Walkers, and that'll be episode seven mm. to sort of close things out. The other thing that could happen is 
as we said, the gold got through to King's Landing. So I yes. think that Cersei can repay the Iron Bank. But yes. what about the food? Have exactly. they got enough food to get, you know, over sure. to uh, King's Landing? Mm. And will that breed resentment in the populace against Queen Cersei? Or against Danny. I mean, she's she's starved them out. True, true, true. Very true. She could now do that whole siege thing that Tyrion was exactly. talking about. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess this is <laughs> – I could talk about this show forever. Um, but we need to head off. And, yeah, I guess we'll see everyone next week. And We will. God, I mean, it's three eps it, to go. I can't quite – Three more episodes. Fathom it. It's, and um, I think there'll be good ones because – this one was pretty great. It was so good. Pretty great. All right. Well, I don't even know. I've lost, I'm really like, wow. I just, whoo. The, the excitement, the, the come down now has started from that totally. crazy emotional high. So I guess all that's left to say, ladies and gentlemen, is we uh, thank you for joining us for this podcast. Hope you'll return with us next week. Keep an eye out on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Natalie's Throne. Patreon.com slash Girl Clumsy is my Patreon. I'm Girl Clumsy on Twitter. Stu is at Disco Stew. And as we always like to say, Bala Mogulis. Dragons are awesome. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>